Hey friends, have we met yet? I'm Cassie Anderson, owner and creative director of Cassie Rose Events, and I've been producing milestone celebrations from coast to coast for almost a decade. As an event designer, I'm always so impressed when my floral and cake and graphic design friends create true works of art for our clients. My jaw's often on the floor because creating something with your hands is really a gift. And today's guest, if I do say so myself, takes the cake. Heather Levitt, at her core, is an artist and a genius when it comes to cakes. Her namesake brand, Sweet Heather Ann, which is based in Ann Arbor, Michigan, has attracted clients from around the globe who look to her for ultra-creative cakes that wow aesthetically and don't skimp on scrumptiousness. Believe me, her flavor combinations are incredible, and her approach to scaling a boutique brand is incredibly motivating. Heather and I have worked together countless times and have cultivated a friendship over the last decade or maybe longer. (laughs) We actually knew each other from our college days at U of M and reconnected years later when I brought my family back from the West Coast. I could have spent all day catching up with her and keeping this episode short and sweet was definitely tough. You'll hear Heather's personal story of growing her confidence as a young entrepreneur, how being a true maker at heart continues to drive her artistic instincts, and maybe best of all, you'll hear why she keeps a hammer in her day of emergency kit. Hi, Heather. Hello. I remember when I was out in San Francisco and we were thinking about moving back to Michigan and I was trying to sort of do research in this market and I had seen your work and I was like, I have to reach out to Heather. I probably haven't talked to her since college, but I mean, she's doing amazing work in this market. She's going to be a great resource. And you were. You chatted with me. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah. And you were so helpful and so encouraging and just I was like, oh, okay, I think I could move back to Michigan. That's awesome. Yeah, well, it's something I'm pretty passionate about is not just welcoming new people, but developing vendor relationships in general. And I always believe, even if it's another cake person, I just kind of always believe in building each other up. When I was new in the industry, a lot of people helped me in different ways. You know, only good things can come from those type of relationships, I think. Yeah, I totally agree. How did you land in this cake design world? So actually, I was studying art in college. My junior year, I studied abroad, and I ended up going to Italy. Mm. And then I realized, wow, actually, I can learn a lot more from just like being in this environment than I would just, you know, hold up in my room studying all the time. And so I changed some of my classes to make it so they were actually specific to Italy. So one of them that I loved was I took a cooking class, actually, which was definitely different. I dropped my jewelry class for this history of Italian cuisine. And this is an actual college class I took, but basically we'd go in the morning, we'd do a little history lesson. We would cook with wine and everything. And then we'd share this meal. It was a three hour class. Yeah. This was a class I had. And it was like, and I got three credits for drinking some Chianti in the piazza. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. And so when I came back, I just felt like that experience had been so powerful for me. And I wanted to start working with that experience in my art making. And so I started doing some weird stuff at first. Like I made weird jello sculptures, all this stuff to like try to like use food as my medium. And then when I came to cake, it just fit. There's this huge tradition of wedding cakes. There was already sort of this path, I guess, that I could build upon. But I decided to do it in more of a fine art realm at first. I wasn't making cakes for people, but more for like gallery shows and that kind of stuff. Using these methods, these traditional methods of making wedding cakes, but doing them in, you know, a more conceptual way that worked for my art school training. But then after that, I made a friend's wedding cake. When you finish art school, you're like 
catapulted into the real world and you're like, oh wait, I was doing all this cool stuff, but now I have to figure out something that can make money. And a lot of the stuff is very conceptual. I was doing some performance art stuff. It's nothing that I could have made money on. I don't know, Heather. You might have been able to be a performance artist. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I've seen those moves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did a lot of sculpture. I did ceramics. I did all this stuff where I needed a lot of equipment to do it. And then cakes I could make in my kitchen. So I had access to all of these studios when I was in school. And then you graduate and you just don't anymore. Right. But I still had my kitchen. And so it was just an easy thing to segue into. But obviously I didn't have any formal culinary training. So I basically volunteered at every cake shop in town. Not all of them wanted me, but, <laughs> you know, I did it. And then I also started working at a restaurant. And then over time I worked in the kitchen at that restaurant. And I was pretty heavy into like all the prep work, but also desserts. And that's where I built my confidence to start developing my own recipes mm. and just lots and lots of other things like how to run a kitchen, like all these different things. I think that that experience, even though it wasn't pastry, sure. it really helped me to build my confidence as a baker. But your process now is certainly your own. You sort of go from this marriage of the really artful design forward cakes that you're doing along with obviously like the chemistry of the baking piece of it too, right? Yeah. yeah how does that work? With the baking part, once you've developed your recipes, you don't have to change them a ton. Right. We're doing a cake club right now where we can experiment with flavors and sometimes that'll make it onto our wedding menu. But the thing with wedding cakes is a lot of times people are ordering those six to eight months in advance. And so all you really need is really solid recipes that you can trust day in and day out. Mm. Honestly, the part I like better is developing the recipes than like doing them over and over again. It's just like the creative side of the me. The creative like, side versus the repetitive side. I'm shocked to hear an artist would feel that way, Heather. I know. Shocking. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, there's many things that I love about working with you and your team and the cakes that you all design. But the fact that your recipes, yes, they're honed and they're perfected. They are also delicious. Thank you. <laughs> So can you tell us a little bit about that design process and how that works? Yeah. So we have multiple designers. I am one of them. The process starts with you'd come in to taste the cake as well as do a design consult. And that's when you meet with a designer. And basically when we're there, we design on the spot. And we do this because it's a lot easier. It's like a back and forth for us to design something we know you really love when you're actually there. The whole point is it's your wedding cake, it's really special, and it's custom. It's a new thing for a lot of people. Not to say new, but in most parts of your life, like let's say you want to redesign a room in your house or whatever, you're limited to what's available on the market. Right. And so you do a lot of research and looking through pictures, and then ultimately you decide on something you love. So with a wedding cake, basically you can do anything. We have anything, anything, anything. So you can bring us pictures, but we prefer actually to design something unique and custom for our clients. Usually what I'll do is when people do bring in pictures, because we recommend that, not just cake pictures, but pictures of anything that they love, we'll say, what do you like about this? What draws you to this picture? And then I get a picture in my head or the other designer, whoever's working with you, of sort of your taste and kind of what you're going for. And then we have the ability to propose something based on that information. Because people know that we enjoy design and it's one of our strengths, we feel very comfortable also just proposing designs if there's not a ton of information that we have to go on. And for that, a lot of those designs are going to be something that we've been thinking about for a while. Like, wow, I want to try this out. This seems like a really cool mm -hmm. idea. So you don't have to come in with things all the way figured out. Or you can. Some people honestly come in with a drawing they've already done and say, like, can you do this? And then we talk through what makes sense. And, you know, like, the point is that it's going to be something that's unique to them and very special. 
I think one of my favorite parts of the cake tastings, other than obviously eating the cake, which is yeah. a major job perk for me, yeah, totally, is we'll be sitting at that table and talking about it. Yes, maybe we're looking at some inspiration pictures. Maybe we're looking at some mood boards. And then you or the designer will be like, okay, well, hang on. I'll be right back. And yeah. then you come back and you have a cute little tote bag full of colored pencils. <laughs> yeah, totally. And all of these art supplies. And the clients are always like, what is she going to do? Like, what's about to happen? <laughs> and then you're just like, tra-la-la-la-la, what about this? Oh, you don't like that? Okay, we'll switch that, you know? I think just because I know, obviously, for folks who are listening, when you say that you're designing on the spot, you are literally there with sketch paper drawing mm-hmm. out some some visuals for clients to see and to have, you know get feedback on and, yeah. and really have this active design process that I think is is very fun for clients generally and, and yeah. it's fun for me too. Oh good. I've certainly seen clients where they're like, "Oh my gosh, I never even thought about that, but yes, that yeah. that's perfect." Yeah. It really does translate to a very very custom experience for clients yeah. in a way that they leave feeling like, "Oh my gosh, like I can't wait for that cake. It's going to oh, be good. so beautiful." You know what I mean? Yeah. And I would love to hear a little bit about the tutorials and the workshops that you guys do because I think this is something that I know I've I've been like, oh, I'm going to sign up for that oh, holiday cool. cookie decorating class. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. What is it about that portion of the business that you really enjoy and sort of where do you see that going? So I've actually been really loving getting into more of the professional level classes. A lot of the tutorials that we're coming out with now are sort of geared towards people who are either starting a cake business or are a certain p- part of their cake business, but maybe are feeling they could do more creative things with their business and wanting to reinvigorate and just learn new techniques. And I am loving working with other cake decorators. And it's been so rewarding to get feedback from customers saying, oh, wow, I was feeling creatively stuck. And now I learned this new techniques and I'm really excited to start using it in my business. And so I'm excited to sort of be in this space, especially with the online tutorials, because then we have people in India taking these tutorials. Wow. Yeah. All over the world. And I think that's a really cool thing I wouldn't have been able to do with just like in-person workshops, which we were already doing before. Bringing this online component, I do think it makes it a lot more accessible for people. Yeah. I just think it's a really exciting time to be in this industry in the, you know, the creative side of it because clients are down for things that are different and are really unique to them in ways that I haven't seen before. And it's really exciting. Yeah, it totally. I I would agree. Have you ever had any near cake disasters or had to sort of fix something on the fly? So fixing on the fly kind of all the time, but I do have this one near cake disaster from the very beginning that has lived with me forever. I just leaned in everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at the very beginning, most of the people that were sort of working with me were just volunteering. We're all kind of having fun learning what to do, but we were doing a cake as a gift and it happened to be on the west side of the state, which is where my family is from over 4th of July weekend. And so we just like went to the 4th of July weekend at my family. We started making this cake. It wasn't really cold enough in the area. I had all my family there. The other thing I did, and I have no idea why, and I don't know who taught me to do this or if I was just kind of crazy, is I fully stacked a very elaborate sculpted cake at my parents' house and then proceeded to take it down our like very, very potholy dirt road. And then it was also like... I don't even know how you're supposed to transport a cake, but I'm pretty sure that's not Not the way you're supposed to transport it. Basically, we stack on site so you don't have these like really tall things in your car forever. Meaning like if you have multiple tiers, you transport them... Separate. And then you stack them on top of each other when you get there. Exactly. So then there's just not as much of a stress on that level. Yep. 
anyways, I had this very elaborate sculpted cake that was kind of a little bit gravity defying that I had stacked already. It's already too hot. I'm driving with it and pretty soon into this drive, which is going to, was supposed to be like about 45 minute delivery. We had like a major disaster. One of the tiers was bigger. So there was like a small tier with a bigger tier on top of it, which isn't very traditional. Usually it'd be like a big tier and then a smaller tier and then a smaller tier. Anyways, the smaller tier, because of all of this movement and all this stuff, totally collapsed. So, right. I'm like, I've lost a tier of this cake. Oh, and so no. obviously I have to turn back. I'm one tier down. It was really cool, partially because of that sort of, I would call it lift. That was part of like the most interesting things about the cake. And we had done all these really elaborately piped lace pieces that were hanging down over this tier. And so now those are gone. There's like two left or whatever. So I go back, totally redo it in certain ways. It now looks like a way more traditional cake form because we had lost that smaller tier. So now it looks, instead of like a five tier cake that was like really interesting, it was now like a four tier cake that looked really traditional. It's a four tier cake with some lace. I've seen it before, Heather. I've seen it before. (laughs) Yeah. And so then, you know, I have to like do all of these edits. My mom drives and I'm like piping this cake in the car. We get it there. She actually really likes it, to be honest, because it was still, there was a lot. I I mean, I really went all over it with this piped lace because I wanted to like (laughs) make sure I fixed everything. We did have like one medallion left. So we plopped it on one of the tiers and I got there in time. And honestly, she liked the cake. I was crestfallen because it wasn't my original design. Right. But I was also happy that it was free. It was a free cake that we did for a gift and they'd never seen it. I've never had a knock on wood. I've never not delivered what I needed to deliver for a client. So important to growth. And I have like a crazy to-go kit that I go with. I am never going to not deliver what I promised. Anything that could possibly go wrong, I have that with me so So I can fix it. (laughs) What's something that's in that kit that maybe people wouldn't think would be in there? Oh gosh, a hammer. I mean... Yep. Okay. Wasn't expecting a hammer. Yeah, because a lot of times you're like, this cake is just, you know what? There's only one thing we can do to this cake to save it. There's only one way to save this cake and it's with this hammer. Especially (laughs) if it's really hot and there's factors beyond my control. What we'll do is we'll center dowel the cake or even like do multiple dowels just to make sure the tears are like working properly. And a dowel is like that tube that goes in the middle. Yeah, exactly. But like I'll bring like all this stuff to make sure I'm supporting things structurally. And then there's a real chance that something could go wrong in that process of transporting it there. And so we just want to make sure we have everything we need to like fix it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's funny. We get that question a lot about what we have in our emergency kit. Yeah. And I'm like, well, first of all, it's not a kit. It's like a full on rolling suitcase. Yeah. (laughs) And there's about 12 billion different adhesives. Anything that you could, any, any way that one thing I can get one thing to stick to another thing is in that bag. Perfect. Yeah. (laughs) What is it about this work that brings you joy? I'm a maker at heart. And so anytime I'm working on a creative project, it brings me a ton of joy. There's just something about doing cakes that's incredibly satisfying to me. You know, we're doing all these different things. There's plenty of challenges in the middle. The work's not the same every week. And then I can continue to grow as an artist every week. And I still, I'm mean, definitely still growing. This is 11 years in. Yeah. Each year I can make these strides to like get better at what I'm doing. The whole team is trying to get better every year. And I find it so satisfying. And then I love, I mean, so a lot of people say that deliveries are stressful. They don't like doing it. I love doing the deliveries. Like that's the, that's it. Like that's the yeah. final, you know, place. Like you've been working so hard on this thing and then you see it where it's supposed to be. And so I can honestly say I love every part of executing cakes to this day. Surprisingly enough, again, it's been 11 years. <laughs> 
Yeah. I love hearing you talk about how you actually enjoy doing the deliveries because oh, I, I do. <laughs> as soon as you said that, I thought about like, it's sort of the equivalent to me doing a room reveal for my yeah. clients, right? Like the whole, you know, the whole reception is set up. It's the candles are lit. We're giving them that special peek. It's like they get to see all the work come to fruition. Yeah. That creative deliverable that I think yeah. we've all been working towards for 12, 15, 18 months or whatever. Yeah. You know, in some cases this year, you know, 25 months, exactly. <laughs> whatever it yeah. might be. Yeah. I can see that part being really joyful. Well, I know that you definitely and continually make it more special for all of our clients who we work with together. (laughs) It is always such a joy to work with you and your entire team is fantastic. Thank you. And so talented. And the cakes are delicious to boot. So that's always something that is also, also a perk. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much, Heather. It has been such a joy chatting with you today. And I know we have a couple events on the books for this year. And I'm so excited to see what you and your team come up with because it is always a piece of art. Well, thank you. We're really looking forward to working with you as well. Thanks again for tuning in to Friend of a Friend. To learn more about Heather's incredible work, you can visit her on the web at sweetheatherann.com and on Instagram at sweetheatherann. Love the conversation? Feel free to share on Instagram and tag at Cassie Rose Events. Stay tuned for plenty more great combos to come. Talk soon. <laughs>